it's all this time. This kind of miracle requires Glory to God. Good morning. for a moment. Set in the atmosphere. Not own the rights to this song, but I love this song. Hallelujah. Be encouraged today. Hallelujah. Knowing people get to know. That's all you gotta do. That's what he said. people of God. I just hopped on this morning to come and talk to you about the goodness of the Lord and to encourage you, to edify you, and to let you know that no matter what the storm is, no matter what you're going through, some of you have been going through long storms, hallelujah, storms that have lasted a long time and you are weary. But God wants you to know that he is going to get the glory out of your story. I want you to know that on the other side of this storm, there is victory. The glory on the other side of this storm Hallelujah. There is no comparison. The things that you're going through right now, there is no comparison to the glory on the other side of this storm. So hang on in there, people of God. God is our hope. He is our strength and he is our strong tower. Give it to Jesus. That's why he came to, and he died on that cross. And he rose again with all power in his hands, people. Nothing surprises God. 
Do you think that God is surprised by anything that you're going through? Do you think that this thing just snuck up on him? Jesus is a God. God is a God that never slumbers and never sleeps. He is the all-knowing God. Nothing gets past him. Hallelujah. All you got to do, if you are saved, rest in him. Rest on those promises. God is a God of covenant. He does not break, prom he does not break his promises. He does not break covenant. He's in covenant relationship with us. So you are uh, protected. There's provision for you. There is hope for you. The enemy can't take you out. There's nothing that the enemy can do to you that God, unless God allows it. And when he does allow it, there is something in it for you. He wants to teach you something. He wants to strengthen you. He wants to increase your faith. But it, even so, in the end, God, you're going to win. You're going to come out on top. He's still not going to let the enemy win, even if he allows us to go through a storm. Isn't that amazing? My God. We all have a story. Don't let the story, don't let the things that you have gone through muzzle you. Tell it to somebody else once you've overcome it. Tell your story because your story can set the captives free. There are people out there waiting to hear you release your story. Don't be ashamed of what you've gone through. Once again, Romans 8, 1, there's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Do not be ashamed to tell your story. That's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to be ashamed. You don't have to be ashamed because you're now a new creature. Remember what the word says. You're a new creature now in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. People are very quick to remind you of the old you, what you've done in the past and all of that. They don't know, they don't know the new you. So you have to let them know your story. Tell your story. Don't you want to be the one to tell your story? I'd rather tell my own story than to have someone else come up and tell my story because they may add to it and take stuff away. And they're not going to tell it the way that I can tell it because I was the one who experienced it. I was the one who walked through the fire. I was the one who was in that storm. Nobody can tell my story the way that I can I can tell it. You know, you may, in telling your story, it may be that God is calling you to write a book. God is calling you to minister to your co-workers. You may not necessarily have to write a book, but be a witness. Evangelize. Tell people what uh, about God and tell them about his goodness, what he's done for you. A lot of times the enemy will come at you. Here's some of the tricks of the enemy when it comes to telling your story, whether it's writing a book or what have you. The enemy, will he comes to make you feel ashamed. That's, that's first and foremost. He'll come to make you feel ashamed and condemned. And then he'll come to try to make you feel like your story is not significant. Your story is simple. Nobody's going to, who's going to benefit from that? that? That's not much to your story. But the devil is a liar. And we already know that you will be surprised at how impactful your story can be. I just wrote a book. My book is entitled From Pain to Purpose, My Journey, Their Story. And the feedback I've gotten on my book has really blessed me because the enemy was trying to make me feel the same way that my story is not significant. My story is a story about uh, how I've had to deal with the spirit of rejection. It even started, you know, when I was young as a, as a, as a child, I wasn't validated by my father. I was a secret. Now I'm not on here to, to, uh, 
make my father feel bad or to hurt his feelings or to offend him in any kind of way. And that's another trick of the enemy. He'll come to you and say, you're going to hurt people by telling this story. You're going to offend people by telling this story. What are they going to think about your story? Well, you know what? This is your story. This is your journey. You cannot let that hold you back. And you, all you have to do is obey God and pray and ask him to give you the wisdom and how to write that story, how to tell that story so that no one will be offended. The Holy Spirit, God is God. He's sovereign and he will give you the wisdom in how to write that story. He will tell you how to put it out there so that no one will be offended or hurt. If they are, then you're still being obedient. You have to obey God. And we, you know, just pray about it. Pray about, let the Lord know what your concerns are. Or you don't want to hurt anybody or offend anybody. So you just tell him about that and he will handle the rest. He'll give you the wisdom and how to write that story in a way that people are not hurt or offended. So that's another way that uh, the enemy tries to come at you. He have you afraid to put your story out because you're afraid of hurting someone that you love. They're a part of your story. That is your story to tell. You know, you can't let people hold you uh, back from telling your story because there's so many more people out there waiting to be delivered and set free. Your story is going to set them free. The Lord will use you for his glory to set others free. So tell your story. So, you know, that was one of the ways that uh, that's part of my story, the, 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 the rejection I had to deal with. And because I wasn't validated, you know, it, it, I went through some things, you know, growing up as a young lady, you know, but I'm thankful that I didn't go down the wrong road. I could have gone down the wrong road. I could have been hungry, so hungry for attention that I could have just settled for anyone that would give it to me. But I didn't go down that road. The Lord's hand was upon my life, even though I was going through that rejection. I went through the rejection, you know, uh, brought about by divorce. You know, once again, I was rejected. You know, my husband packed up. He left after a fight. Now, I'm not saying that I was perfect in the marriage. I'm not a perfect person still today. I walk, you know, I'm a, a child of God, but I'm not perfect. None of us are perfect. We, we are flawed. We're sinners. You know, we can't even uh, walk right if it was not for, the, uh, for God, for his power, his spirit. You know, it's in him that we live, we move and have our being. We can't live a holy life without God. Oh, no, we could not. So stop beating yourself up and feeling like you got to have it all together. You got to be perfect and all of this, even before you can even step out and tell people of your story. You know, stop feeling like uh, I wait till I get it together before I tell people my story. Because the enemy is still going to be there. Even if you call yourself getting it together, you're gonna, never going to be perfect because we're not perfect people. And when you think you've gotten it all together, the enemy is still going to be there trying to feed you the same lies. So why not tell your story now? Why put it off today? What you can, uh, Why put off for tomorrow the things that you can do today to help people? People are dying out here in these streets. They need to know and understand that the children of God, they didn't always have it all together and they still don't. Be transparent. That's how you're going to be able to win souls. You know, that it's time for the church to cut all this stuff out, trying to look so self-righteous and all of that. We're not, uh, who are we to judge others? And who are we to look down our nose at other people? Stop painting a picture as if you're uh, so perfect. People are dying. They need to see your scars, like my pastor said. Show your scars. Show people. Be transparent. And show them, hey, I've been through this and, and, and I made it and you can make it too. You know, and another way that I was rejected was uh, 
you know, well, several ways I was rejected. I'm not going to tell the whole story. You have to get my book to read it. It's called, my book is called From Pain to Purpose. My journey, their impact. Their impact, that part means that there were people that God will put in your life that will come alongside you and help you, edify you, build you up, love on you, and let you know that, hey, you can make it. There are people that God will bring in your life that will uh, see things in you that you don't even see in yourself yet. They will help you to see. They will help you. They will confirm the call of God on your life. So don't be discouraged. Be encouraged. God has a plan for your life. And I just hopped on for a few minutes to encourage you. God has a plan for your life. If you know that God is calling you to write a book, to witness to other people. Let him use you for his glory. Don't allow the enemy to muzzle you any longer. This is not the season to be muzzled. This is not the season to hold back in the things of the Lord, in, in the works of the, of the Lord, the things that God has for you, the, the work that God has for you to do. It's no longer the season to just sit down on it. You know that God has told you to do it. You know that he's calling you to do it then step up, step up and step into who he's called you to do, to, uh, to be in this season. God is waiting on you and the people out there, your tribe is waiting on you. If, if you're ever going to do it, if you're ever going to write the book, if you're ever going to start the business, the time is now. This is the time and this is the season. So I just hopped on this morning to encourage you, people of God. Be encouraged. Look up. Look up unto the hill from whence cometh your help. Jesus is waiting to help you. He wants you to know that you are an overcomer. You are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Stay anchored in him. Stay anchored in that word. Get in the word every day. I can't emphasize that enough. It seems so simple, but yet so many people don't do it. You have to eat of that word every day. Let that word become a part of your very being. Write that word on the tablet of your heart, people of God, so that when opposition comes, you are ready for the enemy. And opposition will come. I'm not fixing to sit here and tell you that uh, you won't go through anything as a Christian. You just have it made once you give your life to God. No, I'm going to tell you the truth. Opposition will come because of who you serve and because of who you represent. We represent Jesus. We are uh, his children and the enemy does not like that. The enemy will not like it when you get in his word and dive deeper in his word. He's not going to like that. He'll try to come against you with all kinds of distractions. When you begin to write that book, like the Lord told you, when you begin to try to minister to others, the enemy will send distractions your way. Whatever it is he told you to do, whatever it is that God has told you to do, the enemy will come to try to distract you and to keep you from doing it. But you got to push back. You got to fight back. Push through the opposition. You have the power to do it. Do you know how much power you have? Do you know whose you are? You are the child of the most high God. God has given you the power to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. Do you know that you're seated in heavenly places far above all powers and principalities and dominions and any other name that is named? Hallelujah. That means that you have the enemy under your feet. Glory to God. I'm going to close out right now. 
by praising the Lord, but I'm going to go uh, hoping and praying that you have been encouraged by something that I've said. And Father God, I just lift your people up before you right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Father, that you will give them the encouragement and the boldness that they need in this season to step up and step forward and write the books and to minister to others, Father God, whatever it is that you call them to do, to start the businesses, Father God. Give them the, the uh, boldness and the courage and the faith, Father God, to do what you called them to do. <clears throat> May they go forth, Father God, and push back and push through all opposition, Father God. Give them feet like hinds feet, Father God so that they'll be able to handle the rocky and the slippery terrain, Father, that they have to journey on in this life. And Father, open their spiritual eyes that they may see that there is more for them than there are against them in the name of Jesus. And Father, we will give you the glory and the honor for it. I pray for those who are discouraged, those who are uh, feeling weary, Father God. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will strengthen them, help them and uphold them in your righteous right hand. Your word tells us to not be afraid because you're with us. Your word tells us to not be dismayed because you're our God. And you promised, Father, in your word to strengthen us, help us and uphold us in your righteous right hand. And so, Father God, I pray that your people will be strengthened. I pray, Father, that you will help us. You're, you are Eliezer, our helper. Help us, Father God. Help us in our walk, Father. We can't do anything without you. Keep us covered under your mighty and powerful wings of protection. You are our helper. You are our strong tower. You are our refuge, Father God. We run to you and we're safe. Let your people know that you are for them, O oh God. Remind them of how much you love them, Father. You sent your son, Jesus, to the cross to die for our sins, Father. That's just how much you love us. Remind us when we tend to forget how much you love us, how great your love is for us, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, I pray. I bless you today, Father God. I thank you for the things that you've already done. I thank you for what you're doing in the lives of your people and what you're getting ready to do, great God. I give you the glory, the honor, and the praise, Father. All these things I pray and ask in Jesus' name. And I declare and decree it is so when I seal this prayer in the blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. So go in peace, uh, uh, my uh, people of God. Go in peace. I pray that you'll leave this live feeling uplifted and encouraged. I'm going to let this song play out for a few minutes, and then I'm going to be out. Until next time, I love you with the love of the Lord Jesus Christ, and be blessed. Amen. <laughs>